When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Love is the mind of a woman that ain't afraid to hurt me. I'm pro-black woman. I need someone I make sense to, and she can't understand me unless she's just as understood. I'm that if it ain't nappy, I ain't happy type. I need that sassy back talk. Put me in my place so we can be in position because I know I'm dominant, but need her to be an alpha too. I need that black jelly bean. I don't like how the world made you out to be so disgusting. It's not a sin to be raised in the sun, especially since they left you to be a raisin in a day. Want you to be bitter, but you decided to be better. It seems like you've gotten to your roots. I can see it in the fruit of your labor. You feel like peace, making me wonder if you found it and that's why your aura is scented sweet. But continue to bless the world with a taste that leaves them bittersweet. Because the blacker the berry, the more kisses from me. And I know you're able to accept what I see in you as something that you see in yourself. It shows in how you conduct yourself. And I hope you continue to show me. And I'm fully aware that you're not here to be what I need. I'm here to see if this is what I need. I know you don't need me, but that's what I love about you. I know you want to be here and a woman that feels free enough to have the world at her feet and still choose only to share her energy with me is the realest form of love I know it to be. Mm. Welcome back to Self-Care and Chill with Maui. Another day of choosing ourselves, being selfish and saying the fuck no. So I'm super excited today because lately we've been on a roll with having guests on a podcast. And today I have the pleasure of doing a podcast episode with Sap the Poet. Um, Say hello. How's everybody doing? And it's so funny and it's so great because I know that I always do like a recap. But since I'm dropping this episode pretty soon, um, there has been no recap for me to talk about things that have been going on in my life. The dog is cool. My son is cool. He ain't doing nothing but asking for money for V-Bucks and for me to put money on his credit card per usual. He is still out here eating pizza bites, sandwiches, and celery for dinner. Um, I don't even know what to do with his diet at this point. Okay. The boy doesn't gain any weight. So today's topic, which is going to be funny because this is also my son's dad, who also does poetry. He had a dope-ass poem in the beginning, which I loved, which I hope that you guys love too. So I want them to, outside of you being a Zai's dad and somebody that gets some under sometimes, um, I want them to tell, I want you to tell them more about yourself and your writing and your books and your poetry and what you do. Okay. Um, outside of getting on your nerves sometimes, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm a struggling poet, I guess is the best term. Like I'm one of them people that have something that other people see as a gift but i don't really see it as that i kind of look at it as like therapy so i've been like a closet poet for a long time i've been trying to run away from it put it down for a long time because me talking me my type of poetry is really like a reflection or a different view of myself i don't really have like poems where i talk about other people or the world and stuff like that is really like really just my therapy and because of that i don't always like sharing or feel comfortable sharing it because i also have anxiety and scared to get in front of people so i decided to just face my fears and just accept what i am because what you are what you can't escape from and just you know just take it head on and just try to be you know a poet and try to be creative um sap stands for starving art of poetry poetry is expression so it's not always writing it's just ways to express yourself so a lot of the things i do is just my way of expressing myself whether it's clothes or you know logos or whatever you know whatever i decide to do taking pictures or whatever so 
that's really what I just try to do is just express myself in different ways and if people like it, they like it. Um then and if they don't then, you know, they okay that's okay too. So I think that's really important for people to understand and know what you suffering from anxiety and you being a introverted Virgo. Mm -hmm. The fact that you are willing to step outside yourself to share something with other people. There's so many people who have things that they love to do and they're so afraid. I feel like sometimes we get in our own way because of what we think people may think or just, oh, will they like it? Will they not like it? This is so personal. Like for anybody to be a writer, a poet, or for you to share any kind of gift with people is literally feeling like you being naked in front of a crowd of people, like there's nothing more vulnerable than sharing something that's so personally to you with strangers. Yeah, I think that a lot of times with people that have gifts that are seen as entertainment, they confuse the entertainment aspect of it with being entertaining. Like if you were in a room by yourself and you and you were decided to do sing or something like that, if you was if you had headphones on and you was in Starbucks and you had headphones on and you just started singing and people stopped what they're doing to listen, you didn't try to entertain them. You're just entertaining. Right. You feel I'm what I'm saying? But won't you decide that, oh, I'm going to write this so people are entertained, then it, it becomes right. different. And it becomes more of a job sometimes. Right. Because my because job is to do. Like, because I feel like I, could, I literally feel like I could be a stand up comedian. Right. Like I feel like in my past life I probably was a comedian. But it's sure. is no part of me that wants to write some jokes and stand in front of a crowd and try to make people laugh. Right. Because then at that point in time you'll be battling the weight of expectation because now I'm expecting you you put yourself to where as though I pay money and now I'm expecting you to be funny. Right. When I just want to be my regular self that you just so happen to laugh at. Right. So I'm I feel like that was a really dope intro that you gave to give them some backstory about yourself. One of the things that we're going to be talking about today, because normally since we don't have that much time, I always like to dive right into it. I don't like to be playing around with the fucking small talk for these people. Okay. Cause most of these people on their way to the gym, on their way to work, hiding in the bathroom from their baby daddy that is getting on their fucking nerves and they need a little spiritual enlightenment. Yikes. Um, <laughs> one of the things I wanted to talk about today was co-parenting. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times when we on when I'm on Instagram and I'm giving people advice or I'm talking about co-parenting, some of the guys are saying I can't co-parent with my baby mom; she's too bitter. Or some girls are saying I can't; he cheated on me and he with the girl that he cheated on me with. All of these things don't got nothing to do with this person being a parent. Um, I feel like because you got two kids, mm-hmm. I do. I have one kid, y'all. So you do the math: one plus one is two, and I got one kid. Okay, so. Um, how do you feel like, what do you, what is some advice you would give to people? And how do you feel like we got to where we at right now? Because it was a time where mm-hmm. if I come over and pick my son up, he goes into another room. Like I, this, the sight of my ass would just make his skin tremble, y'all. Like it was just like this bitch. <laughs> Sometimes I would feel like I wasn't even allowed to come inside to pick my son up. I had to wait outside. <laughs> we'll bring him out to you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now that the narrative is painted, um, <laughs> I feel like children suffer from the childish ways of their parents. So, um, in our situation, um, there was there's an issue in a lot of people's situation, whereas though people struggle with the ideology of parenting, like people have an idea of how they want to raise their kids. People have an idea of what they feel like their kids want and need, whether it comes from what that person feel like they want and need as a kid or stuff like that. People forget that their kid is their own individual being, individual entity. Like your kid may not feel or react to things the way you do. They may react to things the way they do. You feel what I'm saying? And I felt like in our situation, we just had to grow to a point to where as though I had to accept that you're going to be a parent the way that you're a parent and I'm going to be a parent the way I'm going to be a parent. And I had to not try to force you to be what I'd rather see you as. And I had to make it known that I'm not going to be, you know, what you see me as, even though we can make compromises within that, we still have to accept the nature of each other. You feel what I'm saying? Regardless of the idea, we had to accept the nature. Do you feel like I will push my parenting expectations on you all the time? Yes. <laughs> Whoa. Escalated quickly. Yeah, it did. Like, 
but I felt like, like I said, I un- at the, at a certain point, I understood what you were trying to say, but I, mean, you, I want you to elaborate on some shit that I would do, and you're not gonna hurt my feelings. You either. wanted to be, I, I, hey man, look, <laughs> if it don't burn, it ain't working. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you wanted me to be a kite dad. Like, you wanted me to be the guy <laughs> that's outside, you know what I mean, flying kites and telling my son about, you know, how worms make the soil soft and all of that. <laughs> and um, I wanted to I wanted to give my kids um, a true understanding of who I was. And I wanted to kind of find myself in my kids and guide that. I feel, I, I'm a firm believer in your DNA raises your kids. That's why some some parents is listening to this right now. The facts is going to come out. You can your child cannot see one of his parents his whole its whole life, whether boy or girl, and still act like them, mm-hmm. still react to things like them, still have certain tendencies like them because their DNA. You you're really just raising a a variant. Like you know, this is somebody. This depending on how your life turned out, this is something that you could have been. So really, as a parent, you're really just a guide. Like you, when you see certain things in yourself, like if you struggle, if I struggle with anxiety and I see my kid has anxiety, I may be able to talk to him in the way of how I deal my with my anxiety because he carries a certain part of me in him. You feel what I'm saying? So I look at it more as a guidance thing. You feel what I'm saying? And I don't, I don't really believe in traditional like you know right wrong because I feel like people that do right and wrong know that is right and wrong. You feel what I'm saying? They just choose to do whatever they do. So I I like to go more off of cause and effect and stuff like that. And and that's another thing. I was too militant. Um, I was yeah. too. Yeah. I pulled up on his ass one day when freaking my son said that he got beat. Mm-hmm. I don't even think he got beat, but he got popped or something. But mm-hmm. if y'all ever see my son on live, y'all know my son is dramatic. I pulled right the fuck up because one thing my son, with his Libra Scorpio energy, he likes fairness. If my son is going to get beat, then everybody in the room at that moment needs to get beat, okay? Or he's going to feel left out. He's going to feel like you you specifically target him, and he got beat, and it's time for his mom to come pick him up, and mommy is going to drive across the motherfucking city to come get her baby, okay? I feel like another thing that I would do with pushing it on you, and I feel like a lot of women do this, is I would put what I do from Monday to Friday as a parent you needed to do the same thing in your two days weekend. Right. Did y'all go to freaking Disney World this weekend? Did you take my son to the park? Did you go ride bikes together? <laughs> like, I would feel like y'all needed to do all these things on a weekend, and it wasn't fair because what you do on a weekend can can never be what I do Monday to Friday. Right. So the fact that I'm trying to just squeeze this in, and I feel like you're not doing enough if you don't squeeze all these in in two days, I will curse you out every time. That's a fact. Y'all didn't do nothing this fucking weekend? Well, he's not coming over next weekend. Until you figure out something to do with him or take him somewhere, like, and it's like what? But even in the first example, you know, you're antagonistic, so you have to understand that your son Whoa. is antagonistic. Whoa! And so when it comes to being fair, fairness is unfair if if you're causing the unbalance. If you if you started a situation or if you're the cause of a situation, you egged it on. The cause and effect of the situation is you did something, and now that's the reaction. Like I tell my kids all the time, if you're going to do what you want to do, you allow me to react in whichever way I want to react. So if you don't feel like you want to deal with me, then don't do nothing that's going to make me, don't make me police you. You feel what I'm saying? But to the second thing, too, is, you know, a lot of people go to work during the week so that they can relax on the weekend. And a lot of the times these kids look at their weekend as, as a vacation. Like, you know what I mean? Like for one, like my, um, my other son. You know, I feel like when he comes around and stuff like that, he be, he be he be wanting to unwind and relax. He don't want nobody talking to him. He be, he be like, yo, I, I put myself to bed. I, I watch my shows. Like, don't talk to me. And that could be just because, like, maybe he, you know, with his brothers and sisters and stuff, you know, it would be a lot of commotion in the house and stuff like that. So he may look at it like it's quiet time. Right. You know what I mean? And he just may want to just sit there and eat ice cream and watch his shows and just be unbothered. That's not my son, now. <laughs> Zah. <laughs> It's just wild. <laughs> so he wild. He can't. To this day, I never seen him sit still watch TV. Like he, even when he want to watch TV, he he on the couch, behind the couch, under the couch, on the side of the couch, sitting f- sideways, upside down. Like he just can't sit still. So mm-hmm. 
sitting on the arm of the couch, like yeah. Sitting so on top of the couch. I just let him be. I let him be himself. Like you know, and I just that's one thing too. That's a bound. That's that's kind of like hard too. Trying to decide where and when your child should be themselves. You know what I mean? Like if you always tell them, "Oh, stop doing that, stop doing that," or "Don't do this, don't do that," like you you telling them that it's not okay to be themselves. So I'll be trying to like let him be himself, but then have like a not here. I really feel like it really depends on the environment. So I always tell people like it's a Zai world, and I'm living in it. Like I never try to bring a Zai into my world. I'm just and anybody that that's around me that see how I raised my son. I'm definitely living in his world, okay? He does not live in mine, and I have no desire for him to live in mine because if he was living in my world, he would be making too much noise. He would be interrupting me trying to do orders. Like, he would be distracting me. Like, you're you're seven years old. You're not going to sit still. Like, you're not going to chill. You're not going to do any of those things. But if I say, Azai, you feel like watching a movie? Like, we watched um, freaking, he was walking around with a green mask the other day, so we watched um, The Son of the Mask. Mm-hmm. He sat right down with his dog, on the couch to watch the movie while I sat there and did my orders in his world of him doing shit and saying, mom, did you see what just happened? No, you didn't because he was looking at your computer. You was doing work. You missed it. So let me rewind it. So I sat there in his world and not even, I'm not getting overwhelmed for my child because I'm not trying to force you to be in this world of a person that works from home that needs it to be quiet. Yet I'm working in the living room where it's a dog and it's a kid. I don't even tell the dog to shut up. He walking around acting like Zytel doing what the fuck he want to do and chewing shit up. And I'm just grateful to be here. I'm just grateful to wake up and see y'all in the morning. I understand that. Um, and that's that's the balance because I feel like you let him be in his world and I show him that, you know, the world don't care about you the way that we do. Right. So it's like I right, you prepare you let him be himself and I prepare him for outside because if he goes outside thinking everybody's in his world that ain't right it ain't gonna work exactly so yeah, but that's the balance over there. and to bring a full circle for people that you know oh he cheated on me or oh she did this and she did that you gotta accept that um how you feel about a situation doesn't obligate somebody like communication is a possibility like. When you tell somebody about yourself you or when you let somebody into your world, you're allowing them the, the opportunity to understand you. But that's not giving them an obligation to. So when it comes to, oh, being right, a lot of people want to be right. And it's more important to be effective. So if you if you write and she's still not listening or he's still not he's still doing him, you got to find a way to be effective. You got to look at what goal you want from the situation and find a way to compromise to get to that goal. And that's just really what it is. It's not always about what what makes sense or what's morally, you know, right. Sometimes you got to be an asshole. Sometimes you got to lead a kid alone. You know what I mean? To set a point. Sometimes you got to do things, you know, to be effective. I mean, at the end of the day, I feel like men view it differently. Just, men men view it differently because we already ain't shit. We that's the narrative. Y'all can sit around and just, a lot of men, to to my knowledge, I'm not going. I'm, I'm right. not going to be. You know what I'm saying? All right. So to my knowledge, a lot of men view parenting from expectation. Like, oh, I don't want people to tell me I'm not shit, or I don't want you know want people to say that I don't get my kid. I don't want my kid to say that this and that, you know, your, your baby mom could be your child's mother could be feeding your kid poison and stuff like that. Or he not this, or he don't love you or this and, and that. That's the worst thing that you could do to a kid. But at a certain point, your kid's going to, your kid's going to be old enough to see what it is for himself or herself. You feel what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, you just got to play your part. If you're not, if, if, you got to look at it like this. If Can you house or facilitate what you're fighting for? So if you don't have a place to stay or if, you, if you're not together and she's not letting you see your kid, then use that to get yourself together. Right. And come back with a plan. Like, you know what I'm saying? Be effective. And that's really what it is. Like, just because you write, that don't mean that she, she don't care if you write. And just because she a person, knows she write, right. And just because a person was an ancient partner... Just because we didn't work out as partners, don't have shit to do with the type of parent you want to be at all. Like when people won't let go of what they did in a relationship and you won't let this person be a parent because y'all not a family no more. He cheated on you and stuff like that. The only person that is suffering is the kid. 
The kid mm-hmm. don't get to see their dad. The yeah. kid don't get to see their mom. But I also agree with you as far as using that time to be effective. Mm-hmm. But I feel like sometimes we put these other expectations on men, whereas though, well, at my house, he got his own room. You need to have a two-bedroom if my son's staying. And it's like, first of all, most men don't even make that much money. Like, you live with your boyfriend that you splitting bills with. Of course, he got his own room there. But that's childish because the kid don't care about that. You right. know what I'm saying? You look, you're looking at your you views and your, that's the full circle to, in the beginning, you know, your expectation. But you, they, the child just want to, you know what I mean? And sometimes letting your child be around their parent is toxic, too. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's so many different variables because some some men get their kid just to take a picture and then they leave them at their grandparents' house all week while they go out and do them and stuff like that. And and then there's some men out here that have to do that because maybe, you know, they got a job and they got to make money and stuff like that and they're trying to do balance. So some people can't be around their kid because they're trying to make bread mm-hmm. and other people just can't be around their kid because they want to be in the mix they they want to be in people's face and stuff like what that what about the people that's not in their kids life because saying. sorry no go ahead. that's putting a, the men out here that is putting the relationships before their children and i also want you to tie into I how feel like they weak and how do you feel like how has it been a struggle for you to be somebody with two kids and you trying to date and getting people to understand that no matter what is going on in your life i'm um, going to drop my son off every fucking weekend Faithfully. I think, I think that I'm I'm brutally simplistic. I feel like um when I talk to women, I'm not there to be what you need. I'm there for you to see if this is what you need. So I feel like if you if you can't understand my situation then I just find a woman that can understand it. And that's just the way it is. I don't try to make people be who I want them to be because that's not that's not fair to them. And I don't try to be what they need me to be because that's not even me. So when it comes down to it, you get what you see. And out of that, like, you know, men, when, some women may not get it. Some women, women may not like it. But, you know, I mean, you don't got to like me, but you're going to respect what I got going on. Mm-hmm. And that's just what it is. So I, I often meet women that is okay with that. But some women are intimidated because of my baby mothers Man. and how they look it's and stuff like that. Yes. And or they feel like, <laughs> what am I here for type situation? And, and that's why, like, you know, I like, you know, dominant women that kind of just got some self-esteem about themselves. But, yeah, like, it ain't even like I'm sitting here parading my kids to, to these women and stuff like that. It takes time. It's a process. But um, I feel like my balance is I just I just feel like it, I, don't, I don't be out here trying to force my, my will on people. Right. That's all. Like, if if it ain't, if it don't work, it don't work. And I feel like another thing is you do a good job at um, sticking to our schedule. Like, if it's, a, if it's a weekend that you can't get them, like, I normally know in advance. Mm-hmm. So, for one thing, one thing you know is let the shit be last minute. I'm be like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Is you going with a bitch? Y'all. I'm, I used to be one of them baby moms that any slight inconvenience... Yeah, I'm blaming it on the bitch and all this shit is going up into flames. And he would just hit me with the okay. I was in a long paragraph. <laughs> the paragraph would be long. He's getting cursed out and he's texting back. Okay, that's fine. That's what you believe. Okay, that's your that's your input. That's your that's your view of me. I can't argue I'm with you. I'm sorry you feel that way. I mean, yes, I'm sorry you feel that way. <laughs> and nothing make you more fucking upset than somebody that's not arguing back with you. So mm-hmm. I feel like, because you in a, you in a relationship now mm-hmm. and... I feel like, how long y'all been together? Almost two years. Almost two years, and I can count on my hands how many times you haven't been able to get us out on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Like, those are the relationships that I like. Yes. Don't freaking mess up my weekends because he's getting dropped off. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's I'm, because she's a woman, though. She she encourages um, the connection with, you know, my child's mother. She encourages that kind of stuff, and... um she supports stuff like that, and that's why, you know, that's what I'm saying, though. But that's that's not something that I was like, yeah, for you to talk to me, this is what you got to do. That's some, that's how she is. So that's why that works. So I feel like another thing is, just like what you're saying, that's just how she is. Yesterday when I was on live, I said that b- being in a relationship is easier when you find somebody that you just fuck with as a person. Like, it ain't all these 
on social media, everything is perfect. And we like to believe that everything is going to be fireworks and magic fairy tales and vacations and all this fancy stuff. Mm. But it's really just finding somebody. That I just fuck with you and your character as a person. And it's not too far off from mine. Yeah. So do you feel like your relationship is like that? Yeah, I feel like, you know, I found somebody that genuinely made me happy. Number one, I'm I'm not an actor, so I don't be putting, you know, rolling out the red carpet for nobody. So that's 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 one thing. Um, second thing is I I forget everything, so I can't be out here lying because I'm gonna forget what I I, mm-hmm. I I'm I'm honest by default because I can't I can't remember what I Sloppy, did five y'all. minutes ago. If he tried to lie, he's going to get caught. Yeah, like if, yeah. if you have, if you've ever dealt with somebody that is like they're purposely trying to get caught, <laughs> this is the, this is the prime example of somebody. <laughs> They're freaking they're just let me bring is it okay if I bring up something really quick from the past? It's your show. <laughs> he was talking to this girl from fucking Dunkin' Donuts, right? I had told him to stop fucking going to this Dunkin' Donuts. He would try he would lie and try to make it seem like he started going to another Dunkin' Donuts. I got in the car one day. The if you ever go to Dunkin' Donuts, and I don't know if y'all pay attention to this, but the cashier's name is on the receipt. I had gave him receipts like her name is at the bottom of the receipt. Like he just looked at me like nothing to say. Like it was just, no, it was, it was no fucking, it was no lie to magically make up. He was just sitting there looking at me like, like where do we go from? Where do we go from here? <laughs> that shit crazy. Where do we go? I'm sitting here with a bunch of the motherfucker was going to Dunkin' Donuts every day. I still go to Dunkin' Donuts every day. Yeah, you, you was going to that Dunkin' Donut, that Dunkin' Donuts every day. Then I pulled the receipts out, y'all. He's just looking at me like, yeah. I have nothing to come up with. Nothing. Nothing to create right now. I was now. never good at it. Never. Mm-hmm. There's, it's never been a time where as though I felt like you sat there in my face and just played in it. I felt like you just sat there with nothing to say most of the time. Just nothing to fucking say for yourself. <laughs> and I learned that about myself. <laughs> I'm going to just be honest. Like, I feel like he just, he's just not somebody that's sitting in your face and playing it. He's sitting there with just fucking nothing to say for his mm-hmm. goddamn self. Just... Where do we go from here? Mm-hmm. So, and and that's that was you know that was a learning curve. I realized that you know my thing was um, control. I, once I realized that I'm not in control of nothing, I started to just try to find my place within things. And I feel like when you tell people that women just don't like being in the dark, so I feel like right. if you're just honest, you ain't doing nothing but leasing time anyway. If you're honest, you you may you know you turn your short term lease into a long term lease, but you're still leasing. So it, it is what it is. And it's not like a lot of people need need somebody to need them for something. And I feel like you just need to want. Like, you mm-hmm. know, if y'all if y'all want to be with each other, then all that other stuff doesn't matter. And, and a lot of people got to realize that outside of the cheating and stuff like that, outside of, you know, y'all not getting along and stuff like that, like, y'all got to want to be together. Like. Mm-hmm. She she decides when she cheats she decides to cheat when he cheats he decided to do that and if it's a thing of urges if you if you can't handle your urges then fast I I call it a disciplinary fast you know where you just don't eat and just drink water and, and because if if your body's hungry and you can tell yourself that you're not hungry when you see that girl and you know what I mean you can tell yourself that you don't want it you know right. what I'm saying. Like if you could discipline yourself from food, that's all it is. Yeah, that's the ultimate level of discipline, and it'll be effective in every other area in your life. Yeah, because it's hard not to. Even when you wake up in the morning, your body just says, "Go get some eat." And yeah. you, you know, your stomach don't be rumbling out. Yeah, it's systematic. It's yeah. just like you get a new job whenever, wherever, whatever time your break is. That's whatever time you get hungry. It's yeah, hungry. it's just your body. Your body is just used to it. Mm-hmm. What what is zodiac sign is your girlfriend? Gemini. Gemini. Mm-hmm. Two Y'all, sides. Everybody knows that I'm in a relationship with a Gemini. I love being in a relationship with a Gemini. Um, to anybody that is listening right now, that is a Gemini. Shout out to y'all. I love every last one of y'all personalities. Mm-hmm. I love every last one of y'all unnecessary attitudes because you just decided that the world got on your nerves today. and Nobody did anything to you and you're irritable. Um, yeah, so shout out to the Geminis. I don't believe that they two-faced it. I feel like it's just the duality of good versus evil. They don't know what the fuck they want to do sometimes. Um, duality. Yes. Mm. Yes, fancy words. Okay, mm-hmm. fancy. What do you feel like? So, yeah, when I called you yesterday, the other day to to do the podcast, I said that, like you talked about in the beginning, with um, struggling with anxiety and being a writer and going to work and having kids, 
Um, and I always talk about people making time for what they want to make time for. Mm-hmm. How do you feel like outside of, I also want you to talk about courting a woman properly and dating and stuff like that and your idea of romance, but mm-hmm. how do you make time to show up for somebody emotionally and be in a relationship when you are out here, you got two books out, you got two kids, mm-hmm. you go to work, you be going to poetry shows, mm-hmm. you got a clothing line, and all, and then when you, for one, when you wake up in the morning, you got to show up as yourself first, so you got to make sure you're showing up for you before you even got the emotional capacity to show up for anybody else. Right. So how do you, how do you squeeze that in of, you know, I also have time for, to have a full-blown relationship, because I want people to understand it. It doesn't matter what a person got on a plate. If they want to make time for you, they're going to find a way to make time for you. It's, it's, it's really just sacrifice. I, f- I look at life like you, as long as you maintain your minimum, you're okay. You don't have to live life at your capacity. Um, even though, you know, Instagram and all stuff make you feel like you, you should. But you don't got to, if, if, if I could, you know what I mean? All right. So I, I know I got to work. You know, my work is my steady. I know if I do 40, I get this, right? So for me, that makes sense because I'm systematic. Anything outside of that and what that allows me to do as far as, you know, clothing, take care of myself, taking care of what I need to take care of, anything outside of that is a want. It's, a, it's not a necessity. So I just balance my life off of what I what I want to do. I, I kill myself for what I want to do, but I make sure that I'm – I'm available for for what I need to do, and what I need to do every day is go to work and make sure that everybody's good. That's in my network, and my want and my passion and stuff I do on the side. But I'm driven by my desire to want to do it. So if I want to be, if I if she has to work with me, I have to work with her. You know, we're not able to see each other all the time, and we have to deal with that. But we have to also realize that we got other stuff going on, and we have a goal. So because that works, that works in that aspect. As far as the poetry shows and stuff like that, that's just something I, I want to do. It's, it's therapeutic. It's for my mental health. So I make time for it. So would you consider would you would you consider your relationship to be a long distance relationship? Yeah, for sure. And I want how do you keep because I, I know for me that I don't think and I've tried it before. Mm-hmm. Um, a long distance relationship would be difficult for me. Like, how do you keep the spark going with somebody that you don't get to see often? Because how often do y'all see each other? Well, maybe once a month or twice a month. We're lucky. But so how do we get this? How do the spark keep going for somebody that you can't see every day? It ain't a spark. It's just it's just us appreciating each other. You know, like a lot of the times um, she reminds me of... Um, she reminds me of a lot of the flaws and mistakes I had I made with other women. And I feel like that's the the epitome of my gratitude and appreciation. She she been through things in her life where she knows that how I am, I don't have to be that way. So she's grateful and appreciative of it. And I know from how I used to live my life that um she doesn't have to be that way. So we just spend time just appreciating each other like I know she don't have to like, you know, check in or make sure I know where she's going and stuff like that. I know she don't have to do she don't have to do none of this stuff, and I don't ask her to. But because she does, and we just we we just vibe. I think at a minimum, for each other, our base forms we just make each other happy. So from there on, at least we got that. Is it a lot of talking on the phone going on and texting? If we on the phone most of the time, we're not even talking. Like I may, like I may be, <laughs> I may be changing my brakes on my car with a music, with music on and stuff like that. And she may just be on the phone. And she may be setting up shows or doing whatever she's doing, and that just that just be what it is. Like most of the time, I'll be forgetting I'm on the phone. I think that it's important that you said that it's not a spark because I feel like a lot of people they chase a feeling. Of they think their love is supposed to feel like something, and when it doesn't feel like how they think it's supposed to feel, they want to go find something else. The other day when we did the podcast with Mike, the other day he said so many people that they're in this home, which is y'all relationship, mm. they don't like it no more, and they want to sell the house. He said nobody remodels or like rebuilds and try to fix what they already have. And I said, well, my son grandparents, 
and remodeled the kitchen a couple of times, and they never said, like, I'm moving out this bitch. They just mm-hmm. keep adding is some new paintings going on. Might paint the kitchen a different color. But it's always doing over what we got right here because there's nothing wrong with it. Some people didn't expect to have a house. Right. You for for sometimes humans are just arrogant. Like, how do you know what love is if you never felt it? And how do you know how much of something that you have if you never had it? And when you look at the dynamic of what we call love, is it love or is it comfortability? Or is it is it forced affection? Your child has no one else to to love, like no other parent. You're the only parent. You're the only person there. You're the only thing that they know. So can you call that love or can you call that survival instinct? You feel what I'm saying? So when you look at a connection with somebody, all the people in the world, you're not going to find your soulmate. That's what settling down means. You settle for what's, what's effective. And what works for you, you just got to decide what part of the spectrum you're going to be on. Are you going to settle for financial gain or are you going to settle for love? You know what I'm saying? And love being just you finding somebody that you're just willing to fight with who's worth the fight. You feel what I'm saying? And and that's just what it is. If you could find a balance between y'all come together and y'all can, you know, be financially stable, that's fine. But I feel like people put too much weight on on these words and they don't really right. spend the time to understand what it is you how you going how do you expect somebody to love you right when you don't love yourself like you don't you i struggle with this i'm gonna bring up something you said before since you won't play that game um <laughs> <laughs> um i was talking to this girl one time and she was like i'm i'm showing you that i love you and you're not accepting it. And there was two things that I found wrong with that statement on on both sides. The first thing was she was loving me in the way she knew how to love. And I didn't accept it because that wasn't the way that I felt like I needed to be loved. The second thing is I didn't love my I didn't even love myself to even see why she was taking the time to do the stuff that she was doing. So to me, it didn't even make sense. Like, I don't even, I don't, I, I feel like it had an ultimatum. Like, why? You, I don't even know why you're doing all that for me. Like, I don't, I don't even, right. like, I ain't even shit for real. Like, I don't even know why you, I don't, you did it on your own. And so that I had to find, like, when you love yourself, I take that definition as finding things that you can do on your own. So when you meet somebody, you can be like, I like to do this, that, and a third. I, and I treat myself like this, that, and a third, and they can see it. Right. You feel what I'm saying? If you can't, if somebody asks you what makes you happy and you can't tell them, then you need to spend some more time with yourself. And yes, I think that the, the da- one of the most damaging statements you said to me in a relationship was, do you know how it feels to love someone that you can't make happy? And when you said that, I think I think I smiled nervously at that time. But I think that that was a statement that made me feel like that was like one of the very few times I felt like you really understood how I felt because I I am a was a person am a person struggling to be a person that I'm trying to love myself even though I don't know how to make myself happy. Right. So when you said that you were trying to love me, but you but you couldn't make me happy, that I felt like you know that was a deeper. I carry that with me all the time. Because one time I had said because I'm always Virgo bashing. Not purposely, but I know Virgos are so hard on themselves. So they and they always any thoughts. I said being in that relationship made me feel like every day I was bringing two balloons to a person and they was pulling a needle out and popping them. Like, well, excuse the fuck out of me. Like, I thought I was doing something nice. But there's so many people that are in relationships with people and you're trying to make them happy and they just don't know. They don't know. This segment is brought to you by M Sport Legacy, a black-owned sports apparel company for men, women, and children. So if you're looking for some workout gear on your self-love journey that's very comfortable, you can always use my code MAUIW for free shipping, and all the info will be right in the description box for you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. How to be receptive to that. Yeah. Um, How did you get to a place where you feel like you could accept it a little bit or feel like that you are deserving of it? Um, Accountability and letting go of control. Like, I don't feel like I des- I don't feel like. I deserve love or deserve a certain level of love. So I'm more so able to accept or acknowledge how people decide. I let people love me whichever way they feel like works for them. And I I don't judge people, but I make judgments. And I'm so firm. Me, I'm so firm on I feel like I have to know my work so people don't love me the way they see fit. But if they loving you to the way they know how to love and you're telling them it's not good enough, you didn't do nothing but become the predator mm. you feel what i'm saying if, if somebody if, if somebody's loving you the way that they feel like the way that they their their body or their instinct or their intuition is telling them and you're telling them that they're wrong because they're not thinking the way you're thinking i feel like at that point in time you just need to gracefully bow out and, and, so, and accept the fact that y'all may not work for each other so at that point are we saying are we saying that love languages aren't mattering if this person is trying to love you? And if I'm telling you that that's not the way I want to be loved, like that, that's not how I'm receptive. Yeah, I don't believe in love languages. Though. Yeah, I do. But, um, and there's nothing wrong with that, but right. I, I feel like, you know, we all, we, as humans, we always struggle to find a definition of something and we, and we fail to realize that some things we're just not going to understand, you know, the world, the universe, um, alternate beings guys and stuff that they've been here for eons you feel what i'm saying so there's no way you're going to figure out these things in your 80 90 years of life that's what you know tradition is for you know pass down knowledge pass down all these things so that you can have a jump on what's going on in the world but that has been lost in certain ethnicities so you know at at a certain point you just got to go off of feeling if it feels good it is good and, st- and, and most times when stuff is good, it's because you waiting or anticipating it for it to go wrong. And then when it do go wrong, you can't even remember the good parts because you spent your time <laughs> being pessimistic. I feel like women do this. Men do it too. Men more emotional than women. Men, men are, they're more emotional and they're more sensitive, whether they want to admit it or not. Like, because their e- ego is so fragile, they take offense very fast. It's, I, it's not, it's not that, it's the, it's that women are women are in a space where y'all got periods and y'all are naturally more emotional so y'all have more time going through the most y'all periods put y'all through so many different spectrums of emotion and then like pregnancy and stuff like that y'all go through so much emotion that y'all from adolescence to adults that y'all know how to have a handle to where as though y'all know how y'all feel it's just that y'all get to a point where y'all feel entitled to how y'all feel and y'all just let it y'all let it go. Men don't have confrontations like, with emotions until they deal with no, I heartbreak. Feel, I, with heartbreak, I, I feel like even with the periods and everything, I feel like the only difference is we have more outlets. We have more safe places than y'all do. Like I can I can call my girlfriends on I can call Brit and Steph on a FaceTime and I can break down and I can cry and I can release. The world is expecting you to show up and be strong today. Your kids, your family is expecting you to provide. Y'all don't have really a whole bunch of outlets. It's a million pages like mine that is going to self-love you and show up for yourself and release this. Y'all don't really have a lot of people that's advocating for y'all. And, and a lot of y'all not going to go get a therapist either. Because some, somebody outside my body can't tell me what's going on in my head. If I'm if I'm designed to handle if I'm if I'm designed to handle what I'm meant to go through, how can somebody that's designed to handle something else tell me how to handle my struggle when they got struggles on their own? But it's all about perspective because I feel like sometimes we can talk to a person like I have a therapist and I feel like my therapist is not giving me no profound answers. He's really just listening to my business and I'm done with it. Like I'm telling you know my family. So I'm you need t- a friend. 
I have friends, but it's like it's. I feel like it's kind of selfish for you to drop emotional baggage on him all the time every week when something is happening. This is his job to open his trash bag up for my emotional baggage. <laughs> like you get paid to this. Open up, open up. I'm calling. Shout out the glad bags. Yeah, open mm. your trash bags today because I got some shit to tell you about Malika. Okay, so mm. I, this is what you get paid to do. So you don't want to call your friends every day and tell them about the shit going on in your life. I understand, and you know I'm grateful that you have an outlet. But to me, my outlet is poetry. That's my therapist. And when I write those things, when I write my emotions down, I am able to look at it a million different ways. I may write, I may write something down in anger, and I may proofread it and edit it in in, in logic and consciousness. And then you being able to, and then you saying that at different. When you say poems and you go on stage, not all the time do you feel if you. If I write a poem about being heartbroken, I'm out heartbroken every time I say that poem. So in heartbreak, in new love, in new experience, I'm still saying that same poem. I'm still looking at it differently every time. Right. You feel what I'm saying? So that's my therapy, and and but not everybody is a poet. So that's your outlet that works for you. Then I'm glad for that. But for me, poetry is is my therapist. And to other people, it may be other things. Some men like to go play basketball. I feel like maybe. You feel what I'm saying? Or go box or go, you know what I'm saying, find fishing. Yeah, just find find something that, that that makes you happy. Like that makes you, like that clears your mind or makes you feel like, you know, whatever it is. Some people it may be talking, but some people are active. Gym rats. Right. You feel what and I'm saying? I feel saying? like find things that make you happy without being associated with other people. Find things that make you happy alone. Yeah. yeah. By yourself. Yeah. And Nobody that's. Around. See, the things the thing about it is a lot of people think that the voices in their head is is wrong. There's not every, nobody is one way. Everybody has multiple aspects of, them, of themselves. And life puts you through all your features for you to discover who you was all along. You have to accept who you are. You feel what I'm saying? And a lot of the times we don't like to go through different things, but at the end of the day, it makes you who you is. It makes you appreciate things. How would you appreciate? How would you be appreciative of anything if you didn't struggle? Right. You feel what I'm saying? How would you know what love is if you wasn't mistreated? How would you know that you were wrong if you haven't been, you know, suffered the consequences of you being right. wrong? You, you know, growth is pain, and you gotta sometimes you gotta accept every aspect of a situation. Like people think happiness is joy. Joy is an emotion. Happiness is contentment. You being satisfied with which, how life is going at that point in time. I want to bring up something that you said to me before that Yikes. is <laughs> that is super important because I feel like what you said, had you not struggled, how would you be able to enjoy this? Or, and I got a poem that says, like, everything that love wasn't taught me how love should feel. One day we was talking about something. I think I was giving you probably, you know, my advice on positivity. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I think you told me that you don't really feel like hearing that unrealistic positive shit or optimistic shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you wasn't for it that day. Mm-hmm. And even sometimes my boyfriend, like, I'm wait- I literally wake up every day. Good morning, Zai. Come on. Like, I'm waking up happy because I know what the fuck is like to be waking up on a couch, on a floor, mm-hmm. like, with no heat or with electric off. Mm-hmm. Like, like what you're saying, if had you not known this... Mm-hmm you wouldn't be able to appreciate this other side. I feel like every little thing, like when I'm, when I'm get, making it home from picking my son up and get on the turnpike, as I, he knows that I'm going to be like, thank you so much, God, for allowing us to get home safely. Tiny little blessings. I'm just super appreciative. Mm-hmm. I'll look at other people. Like my bank is in um, Kensington and Allegheny with a bunch of dope fiends, dope fiends that I got to skip, skip on over. Mm-hmm. Thank you a lot. Thank you, God, for allowing me not to be addicted to drugs because... I was a skip and a hop away that that could have been my life. Mm-hmm. If we if we compare our lives to people who have more than us, we'll never be unsatisfied. But if we compare our lives to people who have less, then we'll always find a reason to be grateful about something. We'll always find a reason to be appreciative. You shouldn't compare your life to nothing. I feel like sometimes we unrealistically look at things. You're not even doing it on purpose. But just like what you said with social media, like even what you're saying that we all don't have to reach this full capacity. Right. We hear people on social media all the time. I'm not going to complain about my plate being full when the goal was to eat. I know there's way more things that I can be doing. Like, I know there's other pinnacles of me that I can reach. But the pinnacle I'm at right now is what I can handle emotionally. Mm -hmm. It feels good. I'm satisfied. I don't want to add no more titles to the list of things I can do. What's going on right now is very fulfilling. I'm sure I could do more. Right. I'm sure I could have did more shows. I didn't have to do the tour and then decide that for the rest of the year, I'm taking my son to school every day. I don't want to do any more until next summer. Right. 
where I'm at right now, I want to bask in it and I want to stop and smell the goddamn roses. I don't need to prove to people that freaking I could always be on go and no breaks and no sleep and stuff like, no, I'm going to sleep at eight o'clock as I do every day. Right. Do not text me. 801, I'm knocked out. I know. I'm, I've been an old man. so I Yeah, know. I'm, and I'm waking up at 7 o'clock to get my son ready for school. This is the routine. But within within all of that, though, it's just like you just got to maintain your minimum. And then you don't try to take care of somebody that can't take care of themselves. If, 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 if the person you with wants you to do all this extravagant shit, but they can't afford to do it on their own, then... They need to be, you need to be able to support your own habits. That's just really, really mm-hmm. what it is. If we can come together and do whatever, but all that expectation and the man is supposed to do this, I'm not supposed to do nothing because what? society, society is fictitious. Oh my God. Here we go, y'all. Y'all, yeah, y'all are seeing why he get on my fucking nerves. Yeah, man. <laughs> we all trying to find our place in somebody else's you head. Gonna, I'm going to get romanced. I don't give a mm. fuck what y'all talking And about. that's okay if that person is romantic. Right. You feel what I'm saying? You you find what you want in, in, in that situation, but why can't, as a man, why can't I wash dishes or why can't I cook or why can't I uh, wash clothes or, oh, that's not a man's role. Like, come on, man. Like, come on. I don't wash at, at the end of the day, we can go go to any bank in your neighborhood, right, and go talk to a teller and ask them how many old people go in there after their spouse die and don't know how to do shit. Because it was his job. Because it was the other person's job. And then that person died. So now look at your situation. You out there, you the man, you making all this money. You got you, you got a girl. She don't do nothing but sit at home and take IG pics all day and watch your kids. Then you die. Now she out here on back page. So are you feel like less gender roles, more just allowing people to show up where they good at? Just balance. If 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 I'm if I'm weak in certain areas, my my partner is supposed to make me strong in them areas. Like even though if, even if she want to do it, even if she want to cook, even if she want to do that, she should still be like, look, I want you to uh, at least know how to make five meals for yourself. If I'm not around, okay. You feel what I'm Let saying? Let me call my man. Tell him make me something to eat tonight. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> I show you how to make five meals on your own, so you could. Uh, I show you how to wash a load. I show you how to do this, so that if I'm not around, you can do it. That's that's all. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you learning something new? If it, you know what I'm saying or whatever, if the white man at your job told you to do it, you would do it. You feel what I'm saying? So, I, <laughs> what's up, man? Come on, man. I agree. I feel like I I agree, but I also feel like with certain things because I do agree on thing reciprocation. Um. Because I, I love being romanced, but I also love being romantic to my partner. Like, I love, like, one of my favorite things to do is, like, before I got um, a caterer to cater, pri- cater a private dinner for us, I love doing gestures that mm. men would appreciate. Like, you see what I'm saying? It was candles lit. Women might think, like, he don't give a fuck about no candles and stuff like that. No. Candles is lit. Yeah, the candles is lit. Like this is a nice little dinner. I had like a little, little ambiance. Yeah, it was a nice ambiance. I had create. I had went on um, Canva and created a custom little menu. I printed out on my printer, like mm-hmm. what we was eating. It took me a lot of like thought and time to make this all romantic, and he was so appreciative. He was like, nobody never did nothing like this for me, and I'm always having this expectation of him to remember to get me flowers and be super romantic. Mm-hmm. When men love those things too, mm-hmm. they love to be a little spoon. Yeah. He, y'all, I'm not trying to put my man on front street. <laughs> I seen this post the other day with all the men talking about how they call a girl his his little backpack and stuff, mm-hmm. his little rocket ship. Mm-hmm. My man loved being a little spoon. If we watching something, I'm holding him. <laughs> he, he feels safe and he feels safe and protected. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and I feel offended if he if if he ever goes on his side of the bed. And get comfortable mm-hmm. the way he really want to sleep. Mm-hmm. And I wake the fuck up. And you on your side looking mm-hmm. comfortable. Oh, no. That's disrespectful. You mm-hmm. better figure out a way to hold me all through the fucking night. Yikes. That nigga wake up all his body parts. Right. Sleep. He'd be like, come the fuck on. Breath mm-hmm. all in my face. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Um, I, I agree with you, though. I feel like it's all about finding balance. No, gen- I'm not going to say no gender roles because there's certain things that I'm not going to do. As I know that. He has to dump his trash out and take the trash and put it in front of the door. Like, I'm not touching trash. Like, um, what else I'm not doing? I'm not picking up dog poop. I'm not cleaning dog pee pads and stuff like that. You're not You're not doing it within your option, but you know how to do it. Yes, I know how to do it. I'm not also not washing clothes. But you know how to wash clothes. Yes. So but, but another thing is, I feel like if that's your strong suit, 
sticky as strong suit. Like That's I'm, a fact. But you should just you should just always you should just always try to just be better and, and take some and, and try to alleviate where, whatever you need to alleviate. See, the the issue is, right, let me tell you the problem. <laughs> right. There's a course of action in, in the human mind to where though somebody does something, then it becomes a habit and then it becomes their nature. So when you look at a relationship, right, in the beginning, everything is fine and dandy because like, wow, this person is this and this and that, right? Then you get used to that person, and now you're not looking at it as good anymore because you're used to that person make, doing them things. So now that's the minimum. Right. That's the least you can do now. All right. that good shit they were doing, that's the least you could do. And then, well, I feel when, like that, that was a problem I had before. We go ahead. When it runs left, you can't look at them no other way than that because now you're looking at them like that's their nature. That's the nature of your relationship is you take taking everything them for granted. So a lot of the times you have to reassert your 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 gratitude. I feel like what you said that was important about you and your girlfriend and it's something that I, I'm not going to say I do this all the time, but I consciously try to do mm-hmm. is be grateful and appreciative of each other. Mm-hmm. Like yesterday, um, I think it was two days ago, as I always come in the house and play with a switch. Mm-hmm. And Khalif just feels like, well, you can't play on a switch until you do a spelling bee or read a book mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. So as I was like, I think one of the words on the test was son. And as I was, you know, as I wanted, which son? Me, he's in me, <laughs> or the one out there. <laughs> and Khalif was like, you know what? Just spell both of them, okay? <laughs> so I got mad because you're fucking prolonging my time at this mm-hmm. point. I want to play with my game, the game. So as I will do this thing where he say, okay, if you don't want me to play with Nate, Nate and Apollo, just say that because mm-hmm. now you're using your cousins as pawns. Mm-hmm. Like we don't want you to have friends. Where did he get that from? You, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of me just looking at him like you're really just stressing my child out, like right mm-hmm. now, I'm grateful that you take the time to do that. I'm grateful that you choose to wash clothes because there's certain things that get on my nerves. Mm-hmm. So instead of me looking at it like, oh my gosh, I'm cooking again, I'm cooking again for y'all, y'all hungry every day, every day I have to cook dinner. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful that I have the energy to cook dinner because you are doing this spelling bee shit of words that you found off Google, okay? What do second graders do on spelling tests? You fake clean your room as I, and I didn't have to clean it today. So I'm just looking, at, mm-hmm. even with y'all, I know that I'm about to have a great weekend in Baltimore, y'all. I'm leaving mm-hmm. because my son is getting picked up. <laughs> I'm just looking at everybody and just being grateful for the roles and the things that they do, whether it's habit or it's going out their way mm-hmm. because of how it makes my life easier. So if they need me for something or I have to show up, I'm just grateful that I have the energy to show up because of the weight that was taken off my plate instead mm-hmm. of looking at it like, that's the least you could do because that's my favorite line. I've said that to you many times. That's like, that's that's good because women are not women are extortion extortionists. Oh my god! And it's not a bad thing. Though. See, that's a problem. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not right. a bad thing because if you look at it right, a woman could tell you, "Oh, you too nice," right? And you be like, "Oh no, you tripping this and this and that," and then she'll start abusing your niceness. Most men will get mad at her for abusing his niceness instead of just changing the narrative. You feel what I'm saying? If you change the thing that is the issue or that you feel like is wrong, then she has to find another thing to extort. So really it's growth because to my to my knowledge, like if a woman really cares about you, we're not talking about like, you know, I mean, you better at the bar and this and this and that because she don't give a fuck about you. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> but a woman that really care about you, she's going to pick at your weaknesses to to make you change them and be strong women like for sure things yes 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 is yes no is no don't fool don't 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 let her feel like all i gotta do is ask a nigga three times and then wash get his car washed and he always give in don't let her don't let her come up with these these methods and stuff like that because you ain't nothing but an equation Mm -hmm. they're gonna figure they're gonna get to the sum to get that sum (laughs) So just be conscious and be aware of yourself and, and, you know, never compromise me for we. Like, don't ever, like, you know, I had a conversation with one of my homies and he was in a relationship and he was always, he he mistook compromising for um coming together. I forgot the word, my bad. But every time she said something was wrong, 
he changed that thing that was wrong. They never came to an agreement to say, you know, like it was always don't do this no more. Like it was never like, all right, well, it'd be better if you do it this, a little like less or this and this and that. It was always don't do this, don't do this, don't do it. And he just kept changing, kept changing this up. And then eventually he broke and was like, look, I'm done. I ain't doing it no more. This and this and that. Cause he didn't even remember who he was no more. Don't compromise to me for we. Y'all should be, y'all should be able to come together and and don't be somewhere you gotta lose yourself yeah like you know what i'm saying there you go that's the ollie hoop because i was uh, no you was getting it though there's so many people that lose themselves in love <laughs> and then they they get out of the relationship and they really got to go back and find themselves right the other day i was talking about when when i was on live when me and you stopped talking mm-hmm. and i we was together for so long mm-hmm. I, lo- I feel like i lost myself in that relationship and i didn't know who i was and i really had to retrace my footsteps mm-hmm to who I used to be. Mm-hmm. And the last time I remembered being who I used to be was when you picked me up from Stephanie house and I threw up. Mm-hmm. Talking like RoboCop. Yeah, talking like RoboCop because mm-hmm. I was so drunk mm-hmm. and I threw up on the side on the side of the car. That's the last time I remembered me showing up as myself. Mm-hmm. And you said to me, that's not ladylike. Mm-hmm. And, and I was from, wrong for that. You was wrong for me. From, from that moment, I start trying to be ladylike. Mm-hmm. So when we bro- broke up and it's time for me to find myself again, what I needed to do? Devil. Huh? Yeah. I needed to go get drunk, y'all. <laughs> I needed to go turn it. I turned back into the drunk bitch that I was when, when he met me. Because that was the last time I remembered being mm-hmm. just myself. And sure, my phase of finding myself, it didn't last long with the toxic habits. Mm-hmm. But it was just like probably what your friend going through right now, trying to hang out with his homeboys more, doing stuff. Mm-hmm. He don't. Rem- we don't be remembering. So I'm at the bar every weekend with my girlfriends. I start painting. I start knitting. I start doing my poetry on Instagram. I'm just trying to figure out where do I fit in the world outside of outside of freaking being in a relationship, outside of my partner telling me what I'm worth or me feeling like if he likes my hair or how my nails look this week, then I'm meaningful in this, in this world. Or if he doesn't like it, I'll change it. I can change this so we can be happy. No, I'm finna get drunk tonight. You make me feel like a narcissist. I'm sorry. <laughs> We was young though, and you was, and you. Was, this is what I say. I was vibrating at a lower frequency in my life right now when I mm-hmm. made the decision. You was just at a lower place. You was trying mm-hmm. to figure out yourself too. Yeah, that's a fact. Like I was trying to figure out myself. Then on top of that, becoming a mom, mm-hmm. like, and a lot of things people don't realize is because I think I we I had a Zai at twenty or whatever. People be young and doing grown shit. Like, we was living together with a newborn baby at 20 years old. Like, I should have been in college somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like, I should have fucking been going to go get my bachelor's. Like, so many people don't realize that even now, both of us being in relationships, this shit, people, you being in relationships and stuff like that, people, over the years, you've been in a whole bunch of them. Mm-hmm. These people ain't going no fucking weird. If I would have just took all the years that, that I was trying to be perfect for somebody and poured that shit back into myself. I could have I could have been a completely different person sooner. Everything aligned exactly to what was supposed to happen, but right. you needed to go through all of that though. Because see, another thing that people fail to realize is they fight for the pain that they feel. Like in those relationships where in the, oh that person did this and that and stir in the third at a certain point you fought to stay there. Right. So with that being said, sometimes in bad situations you learn tolerance and you learn um you know your your barriers and sometimes it takes two years or three years for something to set in to be like you know what i don't need this or i don't want this or i realize you know i don't want this and 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 those decisions are important and sometimes you gotta it takes that like you know what i mean it takes it takes you to make those mistakes and it takes you to to sit in those messes for you to really learn something Mm -hmm. because you're your lessons are as hard as your head is. <laughs> so. Right. That's just what Even the little, y'all, even the ugly parts of your life. It's beautiful. When I think about how I grew up, when I think about everything about my life, there's no other way that I would have wanted it to play out. Like, it's sure, sure some things, it would have been helpful had they not happened. Mm-hmm. Life could have been a little bit better and easier. But that was, all of those things are what fueled inspiration for me to share it with somebody else. If it would have been a, a slightly different, I might not have been the person that I am right now. So mm. I know sometimes when we go through stuff, we don't really understand the purpose behind it. Or sometimes I would feel like God, God skipped me when mm. he was giving out blessings. Sometimes I feel like it's easy to feel like you getting skipped or, or 
you being forgotten. Mm-hmm. But when I look back on certain things, I feel like God never really took nothing out your life without replacing it with something better. Or even in the moments, when, even in the moments when things was breaking down and crumbling apart, it was just getting rebuilt. Or you realizing that better ain't shit either. <laughs> right. Or, you know, or, you know, like I just, yeah, just me being positive and just looking at my life. Just all like, listen, y'all, my baby dad know the kind of family I come from in my upbringing. So it's going to hit, it's going to hit in a different way when I'm saying certain things because I don't be telling all my business to y'all. But, that's why I'm sitting over here like, yep. <laughs> but uh. just understand that, look, it was just getting rebuilt. My life was in shambles to just be rebuilt. Yeah. Um, everything has a shelf life. And, you know, sometimes with low-hanging fruit is dangerous. So, you know, everybody want to be great and stuff like that. Just be yourself. One thing, see, one thing... um that people miss is authenticity so like there's always going to be a person with more bread than you there's always going to be a person that do more than you all that type stuff but the thing that that person going to miss is how you authentically was because they can't find that no more right you feel what i'm saying i had something else to say but i forgot but people value what they feel like they're not going to find again i feel like it's a few things that people value in their life and i feel like they they value things they had to work hard for things they invested in and things that they don't they feel like they won't find often like, and, and some things you prove that you're deserving of, and other things you prove that you were undeserving of. Just you know, good is good, good is good, but different can be different, or different can be a different way of being the same. So it's just like you know, a lot of times just don't get hung up on words. It's you know, if it feels good, it is good. Just leave it there. Except for crack. Hmm? Except for crack. I, I don't, yeah, I, I wouldn't even on that wavelength. So I <laughs> I can't, I, can't relate, I can't relate. Because I don't want nobody listening and to be like, yeah, I'm not, I ain't going to stop popping perks. Because mm. said, if it feels good, it is good. <laughs> and I'm high as shit right now. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, I mean, <laughs> say that's, no to drugs. That's, yeah, say no to drugs, but, it, you know what I mean? If you already fell, I'm saying. No, don't even, <laughs> don't, he's joking, y'all. He's joking. No, but, um, yeah, I don't know about the drug thing, but, um, <laughs> at, at the end of the day, like, just be yourself. And, and, Chances are, if you got to, you know, be lit and stuff all the time, you running from something. So you might as well face your demons so you can realize they're not as big as you think they is. I feel like that was a, I feel like he just left y'all with a great closing, y'all. I feel like that was heavy. If you got to run from it, then yeah, be the freaking dragon slayer. So before we go, I want you to let everybody know the things that's going on for you, with you where they could find you at where they could follow you at um ig is sap life s-a-p underscore underscore l-i-f-e um there's two books on amazon heaven's cloud and mine and love's ideology the link is in the bio um really or, good books y'all I read both and i'm not just saying hey, that thank you you're welcome um or you can go on Amazon and type in Jarrell Weatherby, but the link will probably be quicker. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's all I got going on. I, I do clothes here and there, um, but I, I'm it's more so of a personal thing right now. But if you like it, you know, you can hit me up and I, we can work something out um, outside and, of that. And the clothing line has a great meaning, too. I want you to let them know what it stands for. So. Oh, uh, yeah, it's um, Bear With It. So the logo represents, you know, bear with it. And Vamiya is a Swahili word for persevere. And it's just about perseverance. I think in my life, I had to bear with a lot of things. And and persevering is my thing. Making stuff work and trying harder and getting better at being better. So that's that's my message. And I have another logo coming out with a black sheep in space for how, obviously, y'all see I be in my head a lot. Um, as Yeah, so... That's that. So I want to thank everybody, especially you, Sep Life, for coming in on the podcast today on short notice and dropping so many gems for people today, for sharing your poem with us in the beginning, sharing your perspectives of co-parenting, relationships, finding yourself, just finding your place in the world and everything. And I want to thank everybody for tuning in for another episode of Self-Caring and Chilling with Maui. And I hope that today you've did something for yourself.